Stand by to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, one. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Nothing, nothing but pure sports. Welcome, everybody, to FanStream Sports, powered by DSP Media. This is the Fighting Irish Daily Blitz, and I'm your host, Rob Fedoff, also known as RPT. You can find me on Twitter, at PFedoff. So for episode 67 today, it's going to be devoted mostly towards the women's basketball tournament, their March Madness. Uh, we're the third seed, which is a, a decent seed. First two games are going to be played out at in South Bend, I should say, uh, which is another good thing. But first things first, we have some quick uh, news about the men's team. Uh, they lost in the first round of the ACC tournament last week to Virginia Tech. And I don't know the rules to the transfer portal. If you have to enter at a certain date or anything like that. But if there is a, you know, a date deadline, I can understand why we've had so many enter the portal so soon. But I thought if there was no sort of date deadline, uh, players would wait until they at least see who the new head coach would be, which will probably be, uh, I would say, probably after March Madness. Uh, but here's the thing today. J.J. Starling, I always say it, the talented freshman, McDonald's All-American, Got off to a great start this season. I thought he'd be an NBA lottery pick. His season kind of took a turn for the worse with some injuries this year. He kind of took some steps, step, a step back. Uh, he only ended up averaging 11.2 points per game. He was only all ACC rookie team, but he has entered the transfer portal. Also, Dom Campbell, power forward, good size, 6'8". He didn't play as much as I thought he should this year. He only played in 10 games. 0.7 points per game, 1.2 rebounds per game. This was a shocker to me. Robbie Carmody, who has been injured pretty much every second of his five-year career at Notre Dame. He's got a lot of tough breaks, no pun intended. He uh, played in six games this year, two rebounds, one point, and that was it. I thought he would medically retire this year and then go into coaching or just get a regular job. Uh, probably tons of connections at Notre Dame. No, he has also entered the transfer portal. So obviously he thinks he has some basketball left to be played. Good luck to him. Good luck to J.J. Starling, Dom Campbell. The, the one that really hurts is J.J. Starling. Now they can come back. If you enter the portal, it's more or less putting some feelers out there to see how many hits you can get from other teams. And if you don't like the situation that's presented to you, you can come back to Notre Dame. But I highly doubt that for all three of these guys. And as I mentioned earlier, a couple weeks ago in another podcast, we could have a entirely new team. At least 90 to 95% of the team is new next year, if not higher. Who knows? Uh, we have some two recruits coming in. Who's to say Matt Zona, who had a, a decent end to the season this year? If he says, hey, I don't want to wait around for the new coach, I'm going to enter in the transfer portal as well and go from there. So this could be uh, a very, it's going to be a very interesting offseason just to see who's who's the players next year. As I said, that's never really happened before where 90 to 100% of the players are brand new. But watch us have one of the greatest seasons ever at Notre Dame just because of that, because it's just an anomaly that we haven't seen before. So good luck to J.J. Starling, Dom Campbell, Robbie Carmody. Hate to see you guys go, especially J.J., uh, but maybe some, one of those guys will be back. So, excuse me. The women's bracket was released uh, last night after the men's bracket was released. We play, as I mentioned earlier, 
the first two games will be in South Bend. So we have home court advantage, which is a good thing. We are the number three seed, and we're out of the Greenville one region bracket. I guess there's two bra- There's Greenville one, Greenville two. Then I think there's also Seattle one, Seattle two. The top four seeds in the tournament this year, real quick, South Carolina, the number one overall seed, uh, defending national champion. They're currently on a 37-game winning streak, and uh, they're 32-0 right now. Just a great team. Uh, they are the team to beat, and that's the region we're in. Uh, the other number one seed is Indiana, Stanford, and Virginia Tech out of our conference, the ACC, who we beat earlier this year at Virginia Tech. So the first game is this Friday on ESPN2, 3.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, March the 17th on St. Patrick's Day at Notre Dame. I like our chances on St. Patrick's Day. It couldn't be any uh, sweeter for us for that first round against Southern Utah, who is the 14th seed. So let's look at, as I look to my phone here, so we're in the Greenville 1 bracket. So... The first game against Southern Utah, the 14th seed, we're on our home court. I see no problems there, even if Olivia Miles does not play. And Notre Dame has still been pretty much hush-hush on that situation. Uh, I don't know if she's going to be coming back uh, at all this year, but there's been no news release at all. But even if Olivia does not play, I see us winning this game fairly easily and on to the second round. The second round... Creighton is the sixth seed. They will either play Illinois or Mississippi State. That's a play-in game like what the men's have, what the men's uh, tournament has down in Dayton for those first uh, four games on Tuesday and Wednesday night. So I still see Creighton winning any of those games, whoever their opponent is. And then we would play Creighton on that Sunday. And even if, as I said earlier with the Southern Utah game, I still feel whoever our opponent is on Sunday – even if we do not have Olivia Miles, we should win that game as well. We're all, we have a home court advantage. We're in South Bend. There's no reason why we should not win these first two games. So having said that, if everything goes according to plan, or, or as they say, uh, everything goes to chalk, uh, we would play Maryland in the Sweet 16 in the Greenville 1 Regional. Maryland beat us earlier in the season at the buzzer, and it was at Notre Dame. But I, I still, I, I like our chances. Even if Olivia does not play, uh, I think we can at least uh, stay competitive against Maryland. I think the Big Ten is slightly overrated this year. I know Indiana's a great team. Iowa's a great team. But I think there's just been great games within that conference. I could be proven wrong within the next three weeks. But I think we uh, can hold our own against Maryland. And with Olivia or with a lot or without Olivia, I think uh, we end up in the Elite Eight and we would play South Carolina. So if all goes according to plan, South Carolina would be 35-0 and at that point on a 40-game winning streak. Defending national champion, Don Staley, great coach. They're turning into what UConn was at one time, being like an unbeatable presence. Even if we have Olivia for that game, I still don't like our chances just because I think we're still a year away from really making that national title run. And even if Olivia plays too, I don't think she's going to be a hundred percent. So I think our uh, season ends um, in the elite eight, which is still a a decent season. It's not what the end goal should be, which is a national title. But I do feel uh, we really have nothing to lose with this game. So who's I've been wrong before and I'll be wrong again. 
there'll be if we get to that point, Elite Eight, South Carolina, 40 game winning streak, there's nothing for us to lose. And I feel we would play a lot looser and not as tight. And what a that would go down as one of the biggest upsets in any sport in Notre Dame history. And I would love to see that. So we'll see how that point uh, plays out. Uh, just looking up my, over my notes here. But really, all you need to know, watch Notre Dame, 3.30 Eastern Standard Time on ESPN2, Southern Utah. There's no reason we should lose that game. And then on Sunday, whether it's Creighton, Illinois, Mississippi State, we should not lose that game as either. Worst case scenario, I see this team is losing into the Sweet 16 against Maryland. Quality opponent, but I still think the Big Ten is slightly overrated this year. They had a lot of good games within the conference. We'll see how good they are out of conference. So thank you so much for joining for episode 67. And as always, go Irish.